Welcome back to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron G. This is episode 49, all about how to find a travel healthcare job in a super competitive and quick market right now with COVID-19. Welcome back to the show. This is a definitely a different type of podcast. We are now at my sister's house in your nephew's bedroom. In my nephew's bedroom, which is a little bit more um, older. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. He's a. An, he's twelve. He's a teenager, almost. Almost. And we do have the pug in bed with us right now. So sorry if you hear her panting, but she is having <sighs> a bit of a rough time transitioning from us bopping around from place to place and. Basically, she doesn't want to leave our side, and she's worked up, and she's hot. Well, not she, to mention we're in Florida. That's what I was right. going to say. She is not used to the heat, nor are we, but we are in Florida in the summer. So. I forgot about the humidity here. Oh. It's so hot. We actually are still, we're sitting in our bathing suits. We just went for a swim at Aaron's sister's, and we're like, all right, I'm leaving for my mom's tomorrow, so we're like, let's go upstairs. Let's record the pod. We almost didn't do it. We almost were like, ah, let's just skip a week. We actually said that we were like, we've been so good for 49 weeks. And then it was like, but we've been good for 49 weeks. We will do it again. And we will make an, another podcast. Because I was like, hey, I was almost using that as an excuse to not do one. Yeah. But then because we've been so consistent, and that's a big thing for us, we said we have to get I it I would have felt bad. I would I don't, too. And, like, it doesn't even matter. It's more me. I just, yeah, I wanted to show up. I wanted to do it. And we also had a, a conversation with our recruiter the other day, and we took away some helpful tips from him. And so we thought, well, this would be a great quick podcast just to share the couple of things he shared with us to help us get in for a job, mm-hmm. uh, to be sub- not even just get an interview, but, like, be entered into the submission process. Yeah. Um, and I think it's super real right now because, you know, just a little backstory behind that. Kim and I got to Florida. Everything was great. Um, we were trying to figure out what our next plan was. We were wondering if the borders were going to open and we could start our traveling around the world for a year. We obviously know that's going to be intermediately opening up, but we don't know exactly what that plan looks like. We're here in Florida. We don't want to just kind of go through our travel money that we've saved up. So we're like, should we get another job? We were unsure about unemployment. There was just a lot of things up in the air. So we called him to see what the scoop was. And this is what we got. Yeah. So we, here's the thing. We are like, well, if we can't get a job or if we can't travel, then we want to get a job. Like we want to be making money. We want money coming in. Um, if it's going to be a couple months, like that's what we wanted to do. And, we, and, and so, you know, we all know right now. And again, I just want to preface, we're speaking specifically about radiology, ultrasound, IR. I know this is going to be very different based off your modality. Your experience is different. So like if you're a speech language pathologist, you're thriving right now, right? Like most nurses, there's lots of jobs. Respiratory therapy. Right. And so we're speaking mainly about us specifically Mm -hmm. and radiology. And I know a lot of people are feeling this right now in our field. Therapy, PTs. Yeah. All of that. So the jobs are just pretty much nil at this point. Um, And like, for instance, we're really good friends with Laura. She runs Nomadicare. And we were in Austin with her and we were asking her like, hey, like how many ultrasound jobs are there right now? How many IR jobs are there right now? And she went into like her database and she has access to a huge percentage of jobs. And there were zero, not even one, like literally zero jobs. And 
that day, and as we know, the market changes every single day, but in that day, there was none, and that's very, very rare. It is very rare. We usually have the pick of the litter when it comes down to IR and ultrasound. Yeah, exactly. So it's just a weird time, and we're all trying to navigate it and figure it out, but here's this is what we took away from our recruiter. So we called him because we, we went back and forth. We're like, you know what? We really need, want to find a job. So what do we need to do to lock something in? And so he basically was like, there's ultrasound jobs are trickling in, you know, slowly. Obviously, it's at a way lesser number than normal. But he said they're going so fast. IR jobs, he said, you know, there's a few that come in. They're less competitive because there are less IR techs. There's a lot of sonographers. But he said, for instance, to give you an example, to put this into perspective, he's like, I went, so he was saying that you have to be super, super quick. If the jobs come in, you have to be one of the first recruiters to see the job and submit your traveler or there you have zero chance of getting the job. So he's like, for example, I went to the bathroom. I was gone probably five to seven minutes, not very long. By the from the time I left to the time I came back, an ultrasound position had popped up in our database. It was in North Carolina, and he was like, "This was a job that's like bottom of the barrel. Like nobody would want. It was the low bill rate. I think the take home was like fourteen hundred a week, something absolutely ridiculous. And like a podunk town, you had to take call." Every single night. He's like, this is just like a job In that... In a place he also said that housing is typically really tough oh, yeah. to get as well. Yeah. Like, this is a job that he would have to, like, sell for a traveler to even be interested in taking. Like, nobody wants this job. So he said by the time he came back five to seven minutes later, the job had opened. There was already 18 submissions in the, in that time period and job had closed. Yep. That is insane. Yep. 18 people had been submitted in that time. And again, they're only looking at the first couple that come through yeah. anyways. Well, that's going to the account manager. Then the account manager's weeding through that and only sending forward. They said they had uh, no maximum of submissions. So they were going to look through the you know the top submissions and send them over, which is just like Kim said. It's absolutely crazy it went that fast with that crappy, yeah. I'm doing air quotes, of a job. Because as of right now, any job is great. Right. So that's kind of where the market is. And if you are, if you're not being quick, you are absolutely 100% not going to get a job. So what were the tips that he gave us? And that's what we're going to share with you right now. Yeah. Number one that um, I took away that was really good was making sure that your skills checklist and your resume is up to date along with your references. Because you know, we try to stay up on this as, you know, people that try to teach this. We try to do what we teach. And we were actually off one assignment from the skills and the references that we could have brought forward. Because if a account manager is going to look at your submission and your recruiter is going to submit over all of your stuff and they see missing holes and there's 15 other people that have it all up to date, you're just going to fall off the off the map. So really making sure with your recruiter of these are the skills that I've done, how much do you have updated, and send them an email and update that as soon as possible. Yeah, so make sure everything's up to date. So I went back to my 
a last job that I had in Oroville and I asked my manager there for a reference to get a new reference. I had a great experience there. I knew she'd be a good reference. And then Aaron did the same so mm-hmm. that we can like beef up more of our most current references. So that was, that was one tip. Another thing again, and this is all, this is like the biggest takeaway is it's all about speed, 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 speed. Our jobs in general, our industry in general is all about speed, but especially now more than ever, because so many travelers are looking for jobs at the exact same time. So first thing is you want to be working with multiple companies because multiple or different companies do have access to different jobs. So if I'm working with club staffing, Anders and, uh, yeah. LRS or something, just throwing names out there, then I'm going to have more people looking for jobs for me, right? So you want to really be looking uh, or working with multiple companies. Nomadicare.com is a great resource. You can get on the job board. You can see what kind of jobs are are there that are open. Uh, Wanderly is a great resource for that. I will say a caveat that because things are especially moving very quickly right now. A job you see on one of those job boards will probably be gone by the time you get there yeah. um, just because things are moving so fast. But I think another big tip, and this is int- – this is we never – we always say you should never be blindly submitted. Correct. To a job. And we're actually going to go against what we usually say right now. And we're going to tell you why. But typically we say you never want a recruiter to submit you for a job if you haven't given that recruiter permission. And there's a couple different reasons why. um, Because you don't want multiple recruiters from different companies to submit you to the same job because that just looks bad. If you're getting submitted from all these different companies, then they're going to, the people who are taking these apps are going to be like, uh, okay, this is confusing. They don't want to decipher what company you want to go through. So they're just like, uh, next. It's confusing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you never want to be blindly submitted. Plus you want to go, you want to go over the details with your recruiter and make sure pay is good and everything's good before you're submitted so that if you do get the interview, you can move forward and, um, hopefully get the job offer. So there's a couple different reasons why but in this season that we're in and this is what we told our recruiter we picked one the the one that we go to our club staffing recruiter who we absolutely adore he's a hustler he works his ass off like Mm -hmm. he's quick like he's just one of those recruiters who gets back to you and i know we're in good hands with him he knows us he knows our skill sets he knows everything Well, i do want to add just a little bit there and i think the biggest thing is is you know we have created traveler school the online course for healthcare travelers and that really runs through you know, the bill, understanding the bill rate, understanding how we're paid, understanding, you know, where the money can be moved and how it can be manipulated and the different, you know, ways that we get paid, how it breaks down. And so because we understand all that stuff, we've been able to build a very, very strong, solid and trustworthy relationship with our recruiter, which now when he blindly submits us, he knows whereabouts we're looking and whereabouts, you know, we like our money done and and how we like it broken down. And so he's already seeing if this is going to fit, you know, where we kind of, what am I trying to say? The structure that we like. And he also understands us very clearly on the um, skills that we have. And if it would be a good fit, like he's not going to submit Kim to a high OB ultrasound job if it's if it's for that he's going to look for more general vascular he just understands us that well so that relationship has been built over time exactly so you want to you want to pick a recruiter that you really trust that you have a good relationship with that you can sit down and have a conversation and make sure everybody's on the same page so that's what we did with mason we're like okay 
we, because we know things have to be done so fast, this is what we're looking for. We really want to stay on the East Coast. We don't want to drive all the way back to the West Coast. That's a good point. We just came from there, right? Like, I do not want to do that. day road trip on the last two episodes that we kind of ran by. So we do not want to drive to Cali. Exactly. So we, we said we wanted to stay primarily on the East Coast, but we were open to like Colorado, Arizona. I mean, Arizona's West Coast. But we kind of just went over things that we were open to. Um, he already knows our skill set. And so we just said, if something pops up, put us in, put us in. Because again, you want to be the first couple of submissions. I cannot stress that enough. If you are not, you're not even going to get an interview. And if your recruiter has to call you and say, hey, Kim, this job just popped up in Rhode Island. Um, This is kind of, this is the bill rate. This is what's, you know, the hours, blah, blah. blah. Are you interested? And I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Let me think about it for a minute. Let me talk to Aaron about it. Let me talk to Aaron and get back to you. That job's gone. Yep. Period. End of story. So here's the kicker is we gave him permission to submit us for any jobs that pop up. Okay. And... The caveat of that is he go he sees the job pop up, he puts us in, he calls us right away. It's not like he doesn't call us and then we have no idea what jobs he's put us in for. He calls us right away and says, hey, I this job popped up in North Carolina. I think you'd be a great fit. These are the hours. This is the pay. Are you interested? And if I say, oh, gosh, no, like that's absolutely, I, I don't. I don't want to work there, then he can just take me out. So it's super easy. But if I was never put into the begin with, my chances of getting that job are slim to none. And so that is such a huge pro tip is pick a recruiter, allow them to submit you and then have them call you right away and go over the deets with you. And then you can decide if you want to move forward or if you want to have them take you out of the job. Yeah. And it was really cool because then he actually said, so yes, I'm going to call you immediately, but... I will ask that if you guys see my name pop up, please answer the phone and really be there to, you know, call me back as soon as possible. And to have that open communication with your recruiter is so important. And we were like, absolutely, because we know he's not going to call us with frivolous stuff. Like he's going to call us with a job that he submitted that we need to make a move on quickly. And so we're both under that understanding. So he said, like, get me those things immediately that I need from you. And then we can work on this together. And when you have that relationship that you know that your recruiter is going to work hard for you, and in turn, you're going to do what they ask of you, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful like relationship that then he's going to work hard for us. And we could possibly get that job that now we're not in the back 18, 19 people in, you know, we're going to be one of the first ones. Yeah. And again, like we would never normally recommend being blindly submitted, but there are situations that calls for it because of where we are. And when you have a go-to recruiter that you trust and you just, again, you're just telling one, you're not going to tell one from each company because that's a mess. You're going to tell one that you choose that you want to work with uh, one-on-one with. The other big thing is, again, this is a huge time to be flexible. You have more than ever. Traveling is always about being flexible, but this is like this is not only call me if there's a job in Maine, like I'll probably be waiting for months and months and months and months. Right. It's like you really, if 
if you want a job right now Correct. and you're itching for a job, if you're getting unemployment and you have some time and you don't have to be so choosy, that you're in a great position or if you have some savings or whatever your situation is. But if you are really looking for a job, staying flexible, staying open, also knowing that bill rates are probably going to be a little bit lower because of the market right now, because they know there's millions of travels, not millions, there's thousands of travelers going after one job. And so it really isn't the best time either to be negotiating um, if you, because you, you just want it to be easy. Right. If you're going through the rigmarole of, I want this, I want this, I want this. Oh, and I also need two weeks off. And I like, honestly, they're probably going to work with somebody else. Yeah. Oh, and I need all my scrubs paid for and I need this and I need that. Yeah. It's like just getting in with what you need. Also understanding the industry. This is another really good time to really understand it. So you can move quickly. So you don't have those feelings of I'm being taken. It's a matter of like, you being able to make the most educated decision as quick as possible and your recruiter getting you submitted and you know also feeling like they've got something out of doing all the hard work for you because they're also doing that for other travelers. Exactly. So I think that's pretty much it. I was trying to think, did we leave anything out? I think, let me just do a quick recap. Yeah. So in this market, speed is everything. So you really want to stand out and you want to be quick. If you don't have those things, the chances of you getting an interview probably aren't going to happen. So get a reference, get a new rep. Like it's a great, just a side tip. Sides. Yeah. It's it's great. If you work at a place and you have a really good experience there, get a reference from them. And it's super simple. Like I just asked my lead, Hey, can you be a reference for me? I need your email. And the company emails them and they take care of everything on their side. So you don't even have to do anything. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. So Get a couple of good references from the last couple of places that you've worked at. Make sure that your skills checklist is all, uh, what's the word? Up to date. Up to date. And then obviously be working and looking around with different companies, but then pick your one recruiter that's like your go-to, who's quick, who's fast, who works hard, that you have a good relationship with. And ask them, get on the same page and tell them what you're looking for, right? Because again, you don't want to waste time. Like you don't want them submitting you for a job in California when you have, you know, you're not going to go out there, right? So get on the same page, get up, pick up some um, like what boundaries and, yeah. and just kind of a, get a game plan. That's what I'm trying to say. Get a game plan and then allow them to submit you quickly for jobs and then call you right away, go over the job detail with you, and then you can decide if it's a good fit for you or not, and be flexible. Guess what? I just thought of another one. Good. That we left While out. While I was rambling. This is really cool. Um, this is also the time that if you had a really good experience at a prior contract to text, maybe you have a connection that you still stay in contact with um, a coworker, a lead, a director, a doctor, Whatever it is, if you have a connection there and you really like that facility and you're really looking for a job, shooting them a text and saying, hey, I'm available and I'd be willing to come back. I'm, I'd be really excited to come back. So if you guys have the need for a traveler, please text me and let me know and I will contact my recruiter and get that ball rolling. Because in that way, they know you, you know them, you had a great experience 
and then you are the sole person that they are going to get. So this is a really good time, and it's one of those things we talk about all the time that never burn those bridges because you never know when you're going to need those people again. And the travel healthcare world is a very small world, and so you can you know keep establishing those great relationships at your um, at your places of employment, and they can always come back to help you out in times of need. Perfect. I'm glad that you said that because that's a good one. Yeah. That's like, yeah, those are like the main things that we covered uh, for us to be able to stand out and get a job ourselves. Yep. So we're passing that along to you. We hope that this helps. We hope that the market starts to pick up. He also did say that they are starting to get more jobs than they were. So every yep. week it's getting a little bit better, but it will take some time for the market to stabilize and for yeah. things to go back to normal. And he had a short week because it was Memorial uh, Memorial Day, and he said he had more jobs than the week before, and it was a short week. So, so that's a good We're sign. picking up. We're picking up, people. We're going in the right direction. Um, and if you have any questions or you want to reach out and talk to us about anything, you can find us in our in our Facebook group, Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs. Our YouTube channel has tons of great resources, uh, trainings for and healthcare travelers, videos. and fun travel videos. To keep you inspired so when the borders open up, you know exactly where you want to go on your hard work time off. Yes. And then also... And that's Kim and Aaron G. Yeah, it's Kim and Aaron G across the, across the board. But also, if you have a fellow traveler that's kind of struggling with finding a job, please share this podcast out. That would be really helpful to them and really supports this show to get more ears on it. So Totally. And last thing, this is a great time. While the market is, is slowly churning and slowly coming back, it's a great time to really dive in and learn about our industry so that when you're ready to jump back in, you feel confident, you feel prepared, you know how to negotiate, you understand pay, you understand interviewing, all of that. It really sets, sets you apart. And so if you're interested in learning really in-depth about our industry where everything is covered in one place, it's all online, you have lifetime access, definitely check out our course, Traveler School. You won't be disappointed. Absolutely not. And we're here if you have any questions. So you know where to find us and we will see you next week. We don't know where we will be. But we have no idea. Probably someone's bedroom somewhere. In Absolutely. The state and of and everything that we did mention will be in the description below. So that way you can yeah. have resources and links uh, to go directly there. But yeah, like Kim said, who knows where we'll be next week? We could be in our own private Airbnb. Ooh. On the beach, sipping pina coladas, doing podcasts. Ooh, or like tequila spritzers, more my vibe. Yeah. Speaking of. You never of, know. I'm going to go have one now. All right, let's go. All right, we're out. Bye. Deuces.